are listening to Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. A level-headed movie critic meets a loudmouth movie cynic. And action! All right, welcome back to the show. My name is Kyle. This is James. And today, James, what are we doing? Logan. 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 Who is Wolverine? Logan? Wolverine Twelve. Ah, yes, <laughs> Wolverine, the newest Wolverine film. Came out a while ago, but hey, yeah, you know, we're yeah. on top. We're on top of things. We here. are. Yeah. Did you think this was going to be about Blade Runner? Because <laughs> <laughs> it just came out. No, we're talking about Logan. Yeah. So uh, we haven't done a, a good old fashioned superhero movie in a while, and I know that's. Uh, I don't want to say that's our roots, but Fuck, yeah. easy to talk about, I suppose. Um, but this one, I think, was unique in a lot of different ways. Um, so we're going to chat about Logan today. So if you haven't seen it, uh, if you don't care, then that's fine. Because <laughs> it's just another superhero movie, kind of what it boils down to. Um, but I do think that this one had some interesting uh, character stuff. And I think X-Men in general has some interesting um, commentary based on its, uh, what do you call that? Uh, racism? <laughs> <laughs> inherent lines of uh, of social commentary they've run through them. Yeah. So we'll have a lot to talk about today. But uh, spoiler alert going forward, and this one's big on spoilers. Yes. So if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, probably do that right now. Pause and then come back. Welcome back! Oh, I'm back. Yeah. Hey, all, all right. right. So Logan's dead. And, oh, Kyle, and, shit. Uh, that's the end, right? It's no over. Way. Kyle, do your initial thoughts. Okay. Initial thoughts. Yeah. Uh, I went into this. I haven't seen any of the standalone Wolverine movies. Have you seen any of them? Just uh, the one that got leaked on the internet. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. And I've only seen the fucked up leaked version. Yeah, and it didn't the... have like the CG and yeah. stuff in it yet. Oh, well, that's Laughably great. bad, but I saw it on a... Hey, I haven't got to say this on a podcast in a while. <gasps> Dollar bootleg from Ecuador. All right! Yeah, and so again, <laughs> I... Uh, yeah, I know it sucked, and it's it was just so shitty. Um... But because I didn't really hardly pay anything for it, I didn't care. You know? Yeah, I was, like, oh, I was like, fine. You know, yeah. Ryan Gosling was annoying and stupid and all he that. He was but, in it. Yeah. Oh my god. He. It's a long story. He was in that movie. We're not talking about that movie, but in that yeah, movie, that. he was a pieced together <laughs> uh, Weapon X, and similar to um, Deadpool in the sense of he was like invincible and like, sort of a mashup of different mutant powers, but not quite Deadpool. What? A, what? Ryan a, Gosling. Did I say Ryan Gosling? Yeah. No, I meant fucking uh, Ryan Reynolds. Oh. Whoops. Did I say Ryan Gosling? You did. It's Ryan Reynolds. I thought he was Deadpool in that movie, or he was supposed to be That's Deadpool. what I'm saying. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, kind of like was. They tried they to a... do like, the origin story there, and they like blew it, and people totally, were pissed Totally off. messed it up. Okay. Totally. It was so bad. <laughs> I was like, Ryan, what terrible casting. Yeah, no. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> well, and, you know, some of the hunky heartthrob, pretty boy looking yeah. diesel uh, but this movie starts out with um, with Logan, I guess, just, I don't know, sick, like me. Pretty sick right now, yeah. if you couldn't tell. Um, sick hanging out in his car, and some people come over, and they try and steal his, I don't know, his hubcaps or something. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you guys shouldn't do that. And then you instantly find out why the this is the first Wolverine movie that's rated R. 
because Oof. they don't skimp on the stabby stabby. No, <laughs> holy shit! Much like the other, uh, the other films kind of ignored the root of the Wolverine comic and everything. Yeah, he is a Wolverine. He's a rabid animal with giant fucking claws that rips people apart. And I think that this movie could have been subtitled "Head Stab the Movie." <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Kyle, this movie's hyper-violent. Boy, was there hyper-violence. But yeah, a lot of uh, head-stabbing. He's kind of just letting go. You can tell he's on his last legs, which was interesting, because Wolverine, as a character, can heal himself, right? Mm -hmm. But something's wrong. He's not able to do that very well anymore, I guess. I don't know. He's dying, whatever. Um, And thus starts his quest, uh, where it appears he's content to just kind of ride out his life by... Just deteriorating with his old friend Jean Luc Picard, and waste away, and I don't know. They're gonna go grab a boat or something and live out in the ocean and just call it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was really enjoying that storyline because it's like, well, what the fuck are we gonna do? And I think that's where the the crux of this film kind of took over from all the other world saving superhero movies. Um, is that you know they were really just focused on him and his. His characterization, all the shit he's been through, all the shit he's seen. He's been around for like hundreds of years, right? Yeah. Isn't that the idea? Well, uh, over a hundred, I guess. Yeah. So, I don't know. so he's old as shit. He's seen everything. He's an alcoholic, chain smoking. Wait, does guy. he smoke? <laughs> does oh, he, well, he smokes cigars. cigars. Yeah, oh, right? yeah. Well, what the, what am yeah. I thinking? He's yeah, always smoking, chewing yeah. on a stogie. That's true. Right. Uh, so he, uh, yeah, he's just kind of been horrored and he's the the shell of a guy and he's just he wants to just kind of end it and, and just go out and and relax and i was totally interested in them kind of diagnosing him and and taking that on um and then of course what gets thrown into the mix a child a kid a child a wee child kazoo is that what the name of kazoo <laughs> <laughs> no that'll make sense in a second kyle <laughs> Remember the Jetsons? Do you yes. remember the fucking Jetsons? Isn't okay. it funny that everybody knows about the Jetsons, even though the Jetsons, uh, I think, was made in the 60s, and only they only made like 60 total episodes. But everybody really? knows about the Jetsons. Yeah. Yeah, you can look it up. Huh. Uh, it's like, uh, this will make sense in a second. Why am I saying kazoo? Because when anything gets stale and old and they need something to, you know, rejuvenate it, if you will, yes. what do you do? You introduce a kid. Yeah. And in the case of the Jetsons, it was this little... I, if I'm not making, if I'm not messing up the name, it wasn't a kid per se, but it was a tiny little alien that could pop in and out of their existence <laughs> kazoo. called Kazoo. Okay. Remember Kazoo? Yeah, you're so right. So for the Jetsons, it was Kazoo. For the fucking Flintstones, it was Pebbles. Mm-hmm. Um, for Married with Children, even had like a little kid at one point. Remember that little blonde-headed <laughs> mother? Anyway. I've never seen Married with Children. When in doubt, a kid. At, you never saw Married with Children? No. Oh I my that god, one. are you kidding me? You're old, man. What about my, all right, Modern Family, right? Modern they, family, they introduced yeah. a little yeah, stupid the, kid yeah. into that one, uh, Joe. Yeah. Who looks like a damn puffer fished head looking. <laughs> right? His eyes are so bulging and so far set upon oh, his man. giant head. Return to form right here. All right, anyway. <laughs> so they introduced Kazoo. Kazoo's and, in it. Uh, nah, nah, but that's the thing, Kyle. They, they, yeah, Wolverine's got a kid, right? But, yeah. But and they, it, and, and I was very skeptical. When I saw the trailers and I saw a little girl. I was too. Ah! Like yeah. screaming, and I was so, the trailers were so annoying for that because mm-hmm. she's just screaming and screaming and stabbing and screaming and screaming and stabbing. I was like, because she I, has powers too. She's yeah, Wolverine's she's, kids. She's Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine. Wolverine. She's got the the genetic uh, his genes and somebody else's genes or some cocktail of 
superheroes or whatever, but a significant amount apparently uh, makes her Wolverine-like. So. Yeah, so when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, good, that, that's kazoo. You yeah. Know, like, but very tastefully done. Very tastefully done. And this I think movie, that, yeah. yeah, it played on the fact that they were, uh, the main themes of the movie were about aging and about youth yes. and about uh, what's left behind, you know, and... and when the nature versus nurture is she going to grow up in an environment where she's a weapon these kids were designed as weapons and they you know and they eventually uprise and they want to be free and then oh well the bad guys creating the child weapons decide that they can basically just make synthetic humans and they don't need or i guess that's what it was i don't know dark wolverine shows up right we get yeah. dark world wolverine who's like wolverine with no conscience he's all just rage he's yeah. only manifested by rage um, so they, they touch on the, the nature versus nurture and if she's gonna, you know, grow up in an environment where, um, the, some of the best parts of the movie are where she just gets to meet another family for a couple minutes and know what it's like to be human instead of being locked in a cage and being forced to use her powers and whatnot. Yeah. So it was for this, uh, specific instance tasteful. But anyway, those are my opening thoughts. Seven wow. <laughs> Opening thoughts. My opening thoughts were I was skeptical and then immediately due to the extreme character focus and the paring down of the characters, oh my god, from the other X-Men movies when it's just blah, there's just so Here's a frogman! Fr- Here's a spiky guy, right? <laughs> it was like uh, Xavier, uh, Logan, the child, Wolverine 2, I guess. Uh, and the villains. And, and yeah, a couple of villains that were in there. Yeah. Um, and that was great. And they brought in some, even some, you know, nobody characters that became us, like as the audience. We became the bystanders in the film. The ones that were affected by Charles's uh, Alzheimer's that was causing his super brain powers to, yeah. like, take over and mess up the world, right? And then that harkened back to the other films which i thought was cool for the canonical look at it but also you could see it isolated here where they've always addressed whether the x-men should be regulated because their powers are too much should we regulate these people should we stamp them with barcodes and put them in internment camps and whatever because they're dangerous you know well they're just people are their powers dangerous but now they're aging now they're not in control of their powers anymore now what do we do? Now are they too dangerous? Now how do we decide who gets rights and who doesn't? So I thought that was an interesting thing that they, they tossed into that as well. Yeah. So my opening thoughts were, I liked it a lot. I thought All it was right. good. Very character-focused and well done. Excellent. Well, what are we, 10 minutes in? I get to my opening thoughts? Yeah, now? what are your opening <laughs> thoughts? <laughs> well, I was skeptical, like I said a second ago when I saw the trailer. Really skeptical. Because another Wolverine movie and then Kazoo is introduced. I was like, oh, good God. So I didn't go see this in the theaters. But I did not see it. In then the, uh, the reviews started coming back. And holy snap, this is getting really good reviews. I might have to try to see this at some point in my life. And then I was on a flight at one point. All right, Logan. <laughs> That's like, like how my movie going experience is being reduced so it much is, now. To it's like, like to airplane If movies. I can grab them for free. <laughs> anyway. All right, let me give Logan a chance. People are talking really good things about it. All right, fine. Wow, excellent movie. Excellent movie, so tastefully done. A really wonderful character study. And like we've been, like you've said a second ago, a lot of these movies aren't 
well done when they come to trying to be a character study because they, they feel like they have to jam too much in there in terms of and how action. Can you care about the world or any of the people that are trying to save it if you know nothing about them or if they're yeah. inherently uninteresting and unrelatable? You have All to give the superheroes yep. are unrelatable. You this have to give relatable. You have to give the audience. A, this is something Superman has always struggled with. He's totally unrelatable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they got to stick to Kansas. He's a foreigner in Kansas. <laughs> That's his only relatability. And here's something I think I've talked to you off mic about this one before, but that is uh, finally in a superhero movie, we get a little bit of genre mixing. In that, Logan is not a superhero movie first, I don't think. No. It's a drama pseudo futuristic western. And then suddenly somebody gets stabbed in the face. Yeah. <laughs> So finally, I think with Logan, and to a lesser extent, we don't have to talk about it today, but to a lesser extent, the new Spider-Man movie that came out, we have some genre mixing where it's a something that also happens to be a superhero movie. So in this case, it's a drama slash western slash character study Mm -hmm. slash head stabber (laughs) that also happens to be a superhero movie. Um, So I like that, right? I really like that. Um, And then my last comment for opening thoughts, Kyle, is... I think a movie like Logan, I'm going to coin a new term. Oh, Here we go. Ooh, I'm going to call go. I'm going to call this the Rocky effect. Ooh. Remember the episode 3 effect was when you're so shit that if you just produce like a little bit of dookie as opposed to a pile heaping pile of shit, people will think it's good. <laughs> yes. The Rocky effect is when you've made so many movies in a series that some of them are good, but some of them are laughably bad and panned that when you finish strong it is really satisfying because yes. you've bottomed out at one point, yes. right? So you've lived with this character through like your own generation, right? Uh-huh. And the character was good at times and then, oh, fuck, they're really fucking it up. Okay, good. Oh, now they're doing it really well. Rocky started on a super high, bottomed out around four and five, right? And now is back on top with Creed. Well, Logan had a pretty good start with all the X-Men movies. Then the X-Men movies got out of control, Wolverine's old movies got totally fucking out of control, right? Mm-hmm. And so finally, they're like, you know what? We need to do this character justice, put it in the hands of somebody really talented who could do a good character study movie and give him a send-off deserving, right? For a great actor Rocky and effect. Great, uh, great character. When you look back on, on the, the superhero pantheon, there's not a lot of uh, as fleshed-out characters that have gone through as much and have that history mm-hmm. as him who uh, Batman is not a relatable character to anybody huh. it's fun but it's not relatable you yeah. know I mean unless you're you know you look at like the origin story and that's the only thing you're going to base it off of but the the trials and tribulations of the character are not relatable but no. a lot of Logan's experience in this film and in his quest through life is very relatable in that he's kind of a superhero on and off. He doesn't want to really be yeah. a superhero. None of the, A lot of these people didn't want to be superheroes. They were made into these things and they just want to live a normal life and be part of society. And they don't get that chance. So in that, it is inherently relatable that they want to be like us and they have those same feelings and emotions and uh, desires that humans do, and yet they're cursed with these. And sometimes that desire is to cash out, right? Yeah, right. Which is what's happening. This week. Absolutely. Because they tried that with this character previously in his first X-Men's Origins movie. Good guy, can you imagine? They, they at one point had plans of like X-Men's Origins, colon, Wolverine, X-Men Origins, Storm, X-Men I Origins, Cyclops. After the After the <laughs> X-Men's Origins, Wolverine, like, okay, that didn't go so well. 
Um, they tried this once already with Wolverine. I just want to have a normal life. I just want to be a lumberjack living up in Canada. I just want to be married. They totally mishandled it. It was to- totally fucked up. And this time it was so tastefully done. Well done, well done. And Kyle, um, they gave it a really perfect ending like I said before. So here's a question I have for you and for our audience, fans, family, friends of the podcast. I heard a lot of people say they cried at the end of this movie. Did you cry? Did I this did movie to cry, cry, baby? No. Me neither. All right. Not even close. I can but, understand why. I can understand why. Yeah. Well, I, I actually was kind of happy for him more than I was sad that he was dead. I was like, thank God, you know? He's going to die anyway at some point, uh-huh. you know? And it, clearly, he w- that was like his, his kind of goal. It was one of those, uh, the one of the martyr situations where, I mean, yeah. he was going to... He was on his way out anyway, so I wasn't upset about that. And he got to taste, like, the one last life experience he hadn't had, you know? He's been jaded on all of life's experience except the sweet taste of death, you know? Mm-hmm. It's time for him to go. It's that whole immortality thing. If you live forever, you're the most miserable person in the universe, right? Yeah. Because it's just not meant to be. Life's not meant to be that way. Um, in my humble opinion. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he, he clearly, he's right at the end. He's like, so that's what it feels like. He had a smile on his face, and then he went out. And I was like, dope. And then the, the cross that the kids put up on his grave fell over to make it. Oh, that was she so... turned it over. Yeah. Oh, she turned it over. She Excuse put me. it down. She was like, there ain't no God. He wasn't made by a God. He was nice, made in Kyle, a laboratory. Nice. He's an X-Man. You hear that? He's his own person. You hear that, everybody? <laughs> oh, fucking God. Um... You know, Kyle, um, that final sequence of, of the, the funeral, if you will, at the end, again, small Easter eggs, I guess they're calling them, right? Or tips of the hat to the previous yeah. franchise. The comic plays a little bit of a role in the movie. That was pretty well, that was yeah, pretty clever, right? That was good. At the end, one of the kids that gets rescued is holding a little Wolverine toy wearing his old kind of corny looking costume, all the blue and yellow with the winged head mm-hmm. gear and all that stuff. So really tastefully done tips of the hat to, to previous movies, to the X-Men in general. All of it really tastefully done. Another comment I had real quick. Yeah. I think this movie is quite, kind of long, right? If we checked a minute. It was long. Yeah, it was like two and a half hours. Didn't feel like it. Didn't feel like it. Never. The action didn't stop. No, it clipped by. Ooh, and when there was cow. action, it was... And that could be a really big challenge when you do something yeah. like this, where then the action sequences become incoherent, editing right. is bad or anything like that. Um, but it was not. It, it was captivating it was intense and i think that was another um that was another thing that i noticed is as we i'm going to say we the demographic of superhero movies are aging constantly there are still some people that are taking risks and also trying to make movies as movies instead of movies that are targeting a generation so disney is now making marvel movies that are targeting a specific demographic which is like the tweens you know that nearly every Marvel movie is made for tweens. You know, they're all PG-13. They're all watered down to whatever whatever goes in the formula and comes out. They chop off the top part and they chop off the bottom part. And they so just, well stated, They just Kyle. keep the average. And this is when you... When humorous... You have, hum, like, they make humorous violence, right? Right, like, exactly. It can't be too violent. Like, it's still got to be funny. Like, yes. The implication is the Hulk just killed probably five people in that bunker, but it's still kind of funny. It's got to be it, funny. And they got to be Nazis because they're the only people apparently... <laughs> I keep going. You're on fire right now. Anyway, 
So this movie, you know, it, it's a rebranding for the franchise because they're not sitting in the, you know, the pot of the PG-13. They went with the hard R, which if you're just doing that for the sake of that is inherently unsuccessful. But what we saw with um, Deadpool a little bit, um, and this especially, is that when it's gritty and when there's not parameters on the story, then your drama opens up you can inherently make things unpredictable because anything could happen at any time and, and show up on the screen. You're not sitting in the, the average zone, the watered down the well. So Wolverine can say and do and does whatever he wants in the movie and you can see and feel and experience whatever they want you to at a moment's notice and change it on a dime and they don't have to adhere to anything beyond whatever their imagination can think up for what would be a realistic interpretation of what they want that character to do instead of being pinned down. I have a great example of that freedom to move characters about and have them explore their own worlds in terms of emotions and action and all that stuff Mm -hmm. is compare the kid in Logan. Yeah. Put that image in your mind. Mm Mm-hmm. All the emotional turmoil she goes through, the development she goes through, the fighting she goes through, the the softening of her character towards the end that she goes through. Compare all that to the kid in Iron Man 3. Yep. That fucking kid <laughs> in Iron Man 3 had to fit right in that soft zone, right? Yep. He's the definition of flop top. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kyle, I got something for you. Uh, we talked about the, the never-ending action, that it's long, but it doesn't feel long. And that's because the breaks in the action, are, as far as I'm sort of perfectly put in there, like... Meeting that family. Well paced. The scene in the casino when they slow down a little bit to watch that movie. Like, mm-hmm. man, oh man. Yeah. Well-paced. Oh my gosh. That was such a great scene with uh, Charles. Because Charles is inherently at this point, he's coming to the end of his life and as well. And Wolverine has kind of been at the end of his life forever. But Charles is yeah. really there right now and is ready to just enjoy what's left. And Wolverine is kind of not about that at all. But he wants to enjoy what's left. So he sits down and he takes the time to just watch that movie and not worry about anything else and talk to her about it. And then later, before he gets murdered by Dark Wolverine, um, even though he's going to die anyway, he's sitting in the bed and he's talking about how this experience, just meeting this family and having like the one-on-one social interaction with them, sitting down to a meal and conversing with other humans in the world that are very different from him was like the best experience of his life and the best day that he can remember and if that's all he gets he was satisfied with that and that was all he got and he was satisfied he gets a good send off too yeah alright next thing last thing I want to do with Logan is uh, nitpick can I pick it can I nitpick a little bit I'll start with a positive nitpick I like the a positive nitpick a positive nitpick I think that might be a first in the show (laughs) I like the fact that they didn't exaggerate the future. Yay! It, it, it was a reasonable expectations of what you might see in the future. Mm-hmm. Like the driverless trucks. Yeah. They, none of the fucking trucks were flying around, right? Uh-huh. And it's like, who gets the driverless trucks? Why the oil barons, of yeah. course. So it, had the money. It didn't Got feel like, like it didn't do what like Back to the Future did. Like totally overshot, right? right. Flying cars and holograms everywhere. No, it like felt like they, they kind of Got it right. They ballparked it. and they, they, Yeah, all right. That, I can imagine that. Yep. So I like that. It's a, it's a positive nitpick. I like that too. All right. Here's a, here's a couple of like funny video <laughs> nitpicks. Uh, mini nitpicks. The nurse. Yeah. 
That context, Wolverine. Yeah. I love this nitpick, Kyle. Because if you remember, Wolverine finds her cell phone. Uh-huh. And that's the footage to let Wolverine know the backstory of the little girl and the importance of rescuing all these kids and what you know nefarious schemes are actually happening, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, what, the, the nurse splice together all of her footage and make a, a feature film and then narrate it and then put it on her fucking phone. Apparently so. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, how did she make this? You know, like, <laughs> how is this, like... Well, it, it would have to be a series of like 80 clips like by the way okay now I'm going to go into the operating room like now yeah. I'm going to free them but it, it was all put together it is the future and it was on a cell phone so maybe it was one of those things where Google was like hello are you looking to assemble a slideshow of child atrocities I can help you out with that <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you want to make a horrendous documentary <laughs> to, to inform a superhero of <laughs> the necessity for him to step in Fucking yes, I am. <laughs> Microsoft paperclip shows up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Let my final with that. my final little baby nitpick is uh, the border crossing. Right? Uh huh. Are you little kids? We gotta make it to that spot. Yes. You see it on that spot yeah, on the horizon right there? there? That ridge, that pass, that pass. If we just make it there, fine. Kyle, they're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what are they? North Dakota? Yeah, something I, like that, right? Yep. As if there's a physical line, right. like a force field. As soon as they put both feet over it, like that's it's a fucking like it, like it's too. the end zone. Like the bad guys wouldn't just they're like, just gonna stop and go. Oh, oh that's where the glass wall is. Better turn around. <laughs> just continue to follow. They wouldn't recognize that border for nothing. Yeah. So a little bit, a little was, weak. That was pretty funny. And I think yeah. they recognized that eventually, anyway, because it's like it. It became during that climactic battle scene. It became less about a physical destination to reach and more of just we need to vanquish the people who are right after us right yeah and i think it was their intention to just kind of have that hope and be like there's the border and then they could sneak there without getting noticed I, uh, and then they got noticed and that was you know once they crossed the border there would have been like it looked like there was forest and stuff and they yeah. could have like at least hit out or anything but yeah i was thinking the exact same thing i was like huh What's going to stop him? <laughs> There's a bullet going right. to turn around also? <laughs> oh, my God. I just shot 20 bullets. All of them took a, the hard left because of the borders right there. Like, the hell out of here. All right, Kyle. That's all I got. Um, Logan. Let, it was great. I yeah. don't want to beat a, beat another superhero dead horse. Let's give it a grade. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, man. That's kind of tough. I'll start then. How okay, that? you start. Solid A. Solid A. Solid A. Yeah. You know, A pluses are difficult to come by here on uh-huh. Lionel but solid A, yeah. Um, if if I had to go a little bit lower, if I had to knock it down to an A minus, it would be because of the violence. I think at times was a bit much. You don't. It didn't have to be that violent. You know. Right. You could have. You could have actually. Anyway, A though. Yeah. Really, really well done. Go see it. It gets my seal of approval. Totally. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think about the other films that I've labeled A's, and I'm like, I'm gonna say. A minus because it knows what it is and it executed it perfectly but in this world now that we live in I feel like my A movies are reserved for things like Moonlight where you make like a you make a fucking statement you know and they did make some statements and I was I was happy about that the 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 social commentary of you know the racism and stereotypes against you know the x-men that inherently carries that badge well um kyle i'm gonna stop you right there for a second yes are you aware of your reliance on the word inherently (laughs) inherently so here's the thing here's the thing we'll take a break for a second we got time fucking a long time ago one of the one of the listener males was kev shout out to kev kev is he's 
more hyper aware of language than I am, if you can imagine that. That's true. And he's always like, Kyle just said inherently like seven times. <laughs> I think you're up to six in this episode. Wow. You say inherently like other people say literally. Is it a crutch word? I think so. Anyway, shout out to Kev. There you go, Kev. I notice it now too. Thanks, you fucking. <laughs> makes me hyper aware of all this now shit. Now we can never unhear it. I know. Anyway, uh, had A to interrupt. minus. A minus. Perfect film for what it was. Inherently good grade. Inherently good. <laughs> now I don't even know what it means anymore. <laughs> anyway, I, th- I had to throw That's it. That's it, Logan. It yeah, Logan. Great. Go see it. Yeah, if you haven't. Spoiled, Spoiled now, but yeah, go see it. Absolutely. Uh, that's it. Good grades. Loud on the set <laughs> with Kyle and James. Check us out on YouTube and iTunes. Anywhere you find podcasts, we're there. Send us some mail. What did you think inherently about Logan? Oh Loud at gmail.com. Let us know. Josh, I'm looking for you to send us some some good nuggets. And Aaron. Uh, and Aaron. Absolutely. That's it. See some good movies. Later. See you later. And cut.